0: It seems as uh, if I didn't realize I did not publish the recollaboration with Brain um, everywhere. I don't know how that happened, but technicality. Anyway, I wanted to address, if I can remember them, uh, my contradictions. Oh, voting—that's what it was. So I am—I'm absolutely pro-constitutional. I guess. My contradiction would be in voting, as I've talked before, that I think we should you should have a test in order to vote. I don't know if that's if that would be taking away your rights. It's not to say that you can't write; it's to say that you need to pass a test. But I'm absolutely against licensing and um, what's the other thing that you need? You need a license and a CCW. Oh, uh, a license and a Registration in some states, God, I couldn't think of it, for guns. And I am absolutely against, vehemently against that. Uh, Because as as I talked about, I think in the last episode, where I was talking about infighting, um, and I have said it numerous times before, that the Constitution, I'm a strict, strict, strict constitutionalist. And this is an area where I I would disagree with Stephen Crowder, who's okay with the call to action. And this, and I mean, the water gets a little murky, but the understanding should be that it's because of all of the other, other rights that we've had taken away from us and and the government having its overreach in these areas. And in particular, when it comes to combat, when it comes to fighting, um, I don't, nor should anybody else see that it should be a punishable offense. If two guys want to go have a fist fight, two guys get in an argument at a bar And they fuck shit up. The only area that I could see where um, the bar would get a little upset is if if they didn't do it outside and if they broke some shit. You know what I mean? They broke the furniture. They broke some beers and things of that nature. Yeah, they should have to pay back the bar. Uh, It certainly ruins the atmosphere for a bit. And if it's a place where people are fighting all the time, which are bars because you have alcohol. But that happens anyway even with the laws there's plenty of people who still fight because of it. You get that lick of courage in you need, and you want to go go at it with somebody you, you take out your day or your whatever on them. Um, that should be that sh- there should be no law against that against what one or more people want to do that doesn't hurt someone else willingly. Um SBS what is it SM SM yeah. SM um so what doesn't hurt somebody Else, willingly, or the environment. So, if two guys want to go out it. Go, go ahead, fucking have at it, man. Um, and what I mean by the the murkiness of the 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 call to action where me and Stephen Crowdy would would disagree is, um, yeah, you you might have some people that give some orders and they get off. There's no punishment there. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I've thought about it, and obviously you don't, you don't want somebody just getting off scot-free for putting out an order to kill somebody else, but um, I don't know. I think there's a workaround to that. I think I can still have it my way, where it's, a, where it's, it's uh, strictly freedom of speech. You can say whatever the fuck you want and not be punished by it. However, Oh, here comes in the other part, is that you can't lie to, to the courts. That's like an extra fine. I don't know how I feel about that either. I mean, people do it still. They do it anyway. Even with the law as it is, people still lie. <clears throat> uh, Clintons, hello. There's plenty of people that still lie under under oath. What was the other one? There's another part of speech where people do it anyway. Hmm. Anyway, so um, my big part to take away is that, I mean, we need more freedoms. And the left ain't the way. And uh, there's plenty of people on the right that are, are fuck-ups anyway and that aren't truly, they're in it for themselves, they're in it for them, their own self-interests and, um, and don't seemingly look to to want to um, revalue, if that's appraised. praise, no, revalue the Constitution, value the Constitution. I'm obviously having a hard time thinking my way through a lot of this stuff right now, or at least thinking of words. But yeah, so that would be my contradiction. Or, yeah, my contradiction in the idea of voting, where I think you need a, a test to vote. That being said, I could. I I think it's more in the sense of as it is now. How many laws we have now? Because if the Constitution were in full effect, I could then okay everybody gets to vote because I make and my contradiction is is that I believe everybody gets a gun. Uh, the murky water that goes in there is okay well, with the exception of someone who has used a gun for a violent crime, which would be a felony, then they don't get to, but how do you how do you figure that out well, they weren't supposed to have one in the first place, yeah, but i mean that's that's still happening today. There are plenty of people that shouldn't have guns i e gangsters um, who who get them anyway t i had had plenty of problems. I only know that because i've 've seen it in the I don't think anybody could have predicted the phone call coming in right now, just then. Oh, God damn it. <sighs> that happened. I'm going to get back to it, but that happened. Uh, I just got my floors done in my basement, in which I'm sitting now in my, my lovely office, and a goddamn dog came down here and fucking shit and pissed. I'm hungry. Um, and it, I, it did cross my mind, honestly, that I would kill him. And impossibly eat him. God damn it! I mean, I it's it, what fucking five days new. Within a week, that motherfucker comes and shits and pisses on my floor. Oh shit! He looks at me the wrong way tonight. Uh, uh, if I can't cool down, and I'll I'll uh, he'll be a dead fucking dog. mmm. Mm, mm. Anyway, so the contradiction is that. I want to provide- I want everybody to have a gun, however, when it comes to voting, which is you're right um that you should have to pass a test so there's a the contradiction, but like I said, with the voting thing, I think that's more so as it is today that's how I feel where if the contra- if the constitution was in full effect then it, okay, then everybody gets to vote that's of age, but see there's parameters to it there and, and that's okay, right you don't want a fucking three year old However, um, it's up to the parents' discretion when it comes to training um, with guns that I'm I'm completely fine with. And by the way, if you don't know much about guns um, and you want to get into it, which I highly suggest you do, if you have kids and you're worried about them shooting themselves, you'd take them out to shoot with you. I don't care how old they are. Fucking two years old, take them out. Let them see. They have got to hear the shot. They have got to see what happens. So go and get yourself a nice cheap piece of meat and shoot the fuck out of it. If there's a dead carcass, shoot the shit out of that thing. Let them see after you're done shooting what happened. It is the It's the cure-all to any kid shooting themselves or somebody else. When they realize that a real gun does real damage, they'll never touch it. And they may be afraid of it in the beginning. Good. They need a strong fear of guns. Not like the liberal lefties. Not like those fucking retards. Those pussies. They need a real understanding of what fear and respect are when it comes to guns. So um, certainly take them out with you. Don't fucking go by yourself and expect that your kids all of a sudden get a no. No. That's not how that works. You have got to teach. You have to let them hold it. If they're, I don't know. Guess guy's four. I mean, the first time I shot a gun, I was six, seven, something like that. And uh, this is the crazy shit we used to get up to. First time I shot a gun was at a turkey shoot. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows what those are. Basically, it was just a great big old fucking party in which we were shooting guns and riding horses and all sorts of other shit. And there was a turkey shoot in which, um, God, it's been so long. I haven't been to a turkey shoot since this. So I'm I'm probably going to get some shit fucked up. Anyway, so we're, uh, a whole bunch of people line up and they take shots at a target, however far away, with whatever types of guns. And they all got to be the same. You can't be shooting a, a goddamn slug and somebody else is shooting birdshot and you're going to, you know what I mean? Um, or a pistol versus a rifle or something like that. You, you, you all got to shoot the same gun at the same target, which constitutes the turkey shoot. I imagine probably when they first invented the word, or at least the competition, there must have been a real turkey, which would, or maybe the feathers, and they put it on a target. Maybe that's what it was. Anyway, uh, first time I shot a gun was at a turkey shoot. Everybody had been drinking, for certain. And this that's not something that I'd, I would necessarily condone. Um, it, drinking and shooting. That shit ain't going to work out. Trust me. That's, you're going to end up Dick Cheney and your best friend in the fucking face, like he did. Anyway, uh, my dad and, um, his best friend, I think it was, yeah, one of his best friends let me and his best friend's son shoot. So I was, the gun was too big for me. I think it was either 12 gauge or 16. And so my dad let the, now I know I talk shit about my dad, but he did some shit that was all right. Okay. Um, and he put it up, he put the gun barrel on his shoulder and I was behind him and uh and he plugged his ears and let me aim let me use him to hold up the gun and shoot um with obviously the the butt of the gun barrel ahead of him by about a foot uh and that was the first time i shot and that felt real good it wasn't until he got me the the uh the mule kicker 20 gauge single shot Motherfucker did that hurt first time he got me this gun uh it was a like I said it was 20 gauge single shot and um it the weird thing is I had already shot at that turkey shoot so that was the first time I shot and and uh it scared the shit out of me you know it wasn't like the movies where it's like you know and you shoot 100 times with one single magazine and, and you still got some left over and and they don't even flinch and that kind of, no uh for anybody that has shot a gun you know what the fuck I'm talking about Imagine the first time you shot your gun. Holy shit. It is, uh, it, it snaps reality right, right into where it needs to be. So anyway, uh, the second time I shot it, for some reason, I forgot where to put the butt of the gun. And instead of putting it right in front of your shoulder, kind of in that little crease between your, your chest and your shoulder area, um, I put it in between my, my fucking, uh what was it, my shoulder and my bicep. Holy shit. I shot this fucking gun probably 10, 11, 12 times. And the first time didn't feel good. And I knew it didn't feel good. And I didn't like it, but it was my brand new gun. I was over at my, my best friend's house with his dad, my dad, my best friend. And so I didn't want to seem like a pussy. Um, And I guess my dad just didn't, he was standing behind me, so I guess he must not have seen it, or else he he probably would have fixed it. But uh, needless to say, it left a fucking purple, not even black, but purple fucking bruise on my arm within 20 minutes of having shot. Around the, I was gritting my teeth, apparently I had a pretty high pain tolerance back then too, but. Uh, it hurt. I had tears coming out of my eyes about the 10th time. So the 11th and the 12th, when that 12th time came up, I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. Shot it. It hurt. Oh, God, that searing pain through your entire body. Uh, so I set it down in my dad, and uh, I think he ended up seeing it after a while, after I shot that last time. And I uh, saw the tears. <laughs> I was trying to act tough saw the tears coming out of my eyes and he was like oh shit he did something wrong sure enough man took off my shirt Ooh, the bruise man god that hurt anyway um where was I going on that A nice long story about my first time shooting but uh oh but uh, dude I had the biggest amount of respect for guns um and before I ever shot one I mean I'd been out with my dad watching him shoot guns you know and uh, hearing it and seeing what it could do and and seeing the dead deer around the house and things of that nature. Which is funny because now that I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, my dad was a much better shot when he was younger. Or at least maybe he uh, drank drank less when he went out to go shooting. There's a infamous story that he likes to tell about... Uh, Um, my dad had went, I guess he had two wine bottles with him, drank both of them and ended up shooting at some, it's an infamous story within my dad's side of the family in which, uh, they all went out hunting. He got drunk and shot 12 times, which I mean, more than three is overkill, or at least you, you need to just, you need to pack up for the day. If you're shooting at something and you can't hit it in two uh, he shot eleven or twelve times no couldn't have been that many. Oh, it was over a span of uh of a couple hours that's what it was so he shot I think he shot five times the first time, five or six times, maybe five or six times the next. I think he had an automatic and he could put twelve in now when I say automatic it, it there's a different it's a it's a, a pump shotgun versus one that um automatically reloads and uh not like a a fully automatic or something stupid like that. Um, yeah, I think that's how it goes. But fucking hey, man, didn't and didn't bring home anything, by mind you. Shot twelve times, didn't bring home shit. Uh, but I remember being younger, and he and we had deer all over the place. I remember poking a deer in the eye with a stick, a dead deer hanging upside down. And if you don't, if you if you didn't grow up where you had animals and dead animals and you know hunting and all that shit. Uh, if you didn't grow up that's a normal thing for boys to do that's not some s- sadistic thing that you know what i mean like that's all all little boys especially little boys are extremely curious about death and about like manly shit and uh the first time first time a little boy sees a a dead deer gutted upside down blood coming out with a bucket kind of right under its head and uh, its tongue out it's startling but then you then you get um You get real curious and walk up and you start poking and shit. (laughs) Stupid shit. Stupid shit little kids do. Um, But anyway. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I always had a super... Obviously, I didn't shoot anybody. And I didn't shoot myself. Um, For the most part, I think my my dad's bedroom was mostly off-limits. But even if I were to go in there, it wasn't like a like a totalitarian thing of like, you can't ever go in my room. But even when I would go in his room, I knew not to go fuck with the guns. I mean, I'd, I remember one time I went and got his knife, his knife box. He had, oh my God, he had hundreds of knives in there and sharpened them for him. Of course, uh, I sharpened them the wrong way because he's a lefty. I'm a right guy and uh, he likes his blades a certain way. But anyway, that was a nice thing I thought to do for him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as I keep saying that word over and over, I apologize. Getting—I mean, it's just like growing up. You got to get—you got to be involved with your kids. The more you involve them with the shit that you do, the the more respect they'll have for it. So, but yeah, and I think it's absolutely the parents' discretion. Um, I mean, I would—I guess I would question a parent who you know would have a two or three-year-old walking around with a gun. Okay, that's that's. That's something bad. Um, but do I think do I think that human beings are such shitty creatures that we need a law in order to tell them that that's bad? No. However other dumb people that'll do it? Yeah. But we don't need to make laws for the minority. Did I just say that right? Yeah. I don't think we need to make laws for the minority of stupid people that we have. I think we need to make laws that everybody is... Uh, uh, are are equal under and are for the majority and for the the common for, the, for the, I shouldn't say the common sense for the fine-tuned things of of our nation. God, wait, yeah, I feel like I'm fucking this up. Anyway, any hizzle, any who I'm okay with that contradiction. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that you should need to pass a test in in how we are now. Oh um, no! I've already talked about the electoral college. Can you believe these fuckers? They they weren't saying a fucking word when it came to Obama. Of course, Obama won the public, uh, won the electoral college and the uh, popular vote. But I mean the stupidity. I just I just got done looking at Twitter and Kyle Polinsky, who's a cunt. I mean, I'm starting to kind of warm up to him a little bit because he's saying some stuff that I, can, I, I agree with because it's the stances that I have. But, um, I mean, it's few and far between. Kyle Kalinske is a total socialist. He and, uh, God, I'd like to fight him. I really would. I'd like to get in a fist fight with him. I just There's something about him that makes me just want to punch his face. And it's nothing he could fix or do that I think would make me want to punch him in the face any less. I don't know, maybe it's the 1990s haircut that he's got. Did you know that Sam Cedar hooked up with, uh, not Janine Garofalo, which would make more sense, but uh, who was, oh God, that's what it was. She's, she got with a lot of ugly dudes. She got with Jimmy Kimmel too. Um, She's Jewish. What's her name? Fuck. Big boobed Jewish lady. I can't think of her name, but he got with her. And it and it makes sense now why he's got the confidence that he does. I think it's because he got with her. Now, she's about an 8.5. She's pretty high up. Um, yeah, I think that's why he's got the confidence that he does. The Sam Cedar guy. And it just it just so happened. I heard um, Gavin McGinnis talking about it, and he brought up Sam Cedar. I really wish he'd debate Sam Cedar because Sam Cedar's one of those little bastards that... Uh, that keeps squawking and they're gonna keep squawking and they're gonna they're gonna gain they're gonna gain something, something positive for them and negative for us, well everybody's not looking at him. That's why I'd like for him to be debated. I think, yeah, he's for the most part a nobody and he's he articulates his points pretty well, but I think he needs to be debated in order to shut his shit down. Same with Kyle Kalinske. He's only really did he has he debated anybody? He needs to be debated by someone. Uh, Steven Crowder, and in in to their regard, I'll give it to him. Uh, Steven has said it's really difficult to get people on his show, liberals and on the left, on his show to debate. Um, I don't know how how true that is. And this isn't an infighting; it's just being honest, and I'm not trying to shit on him. But I don't know who, how true that is, and I don't. I'm not trying to say it that he's lying, but that maybe he's not realizing some shit because it seems pretty easy. I've seen Sam D- Cedar call him out. Now, Sam Cedar, most people overall don't know who he is. you got to be a real novice in the political realm, especially on the left, in order to know who he is. Um, same with, with uh, well, Kyle Kalincy is a little bit more well-known. The Young Turks are more popular than both of them, in it, and uh, they've, both helped, they've helped both of their careers. But I'd like to see, uh, and I think Steven should. I think Steven could beat... Um, Sam Cedar, and I think he could certainly beat Kyle Kalinske but uh, and this see this is the thing so I've had my problems with Ben Shapiro and how he's he's dealt with Alex Jones he attacked him out of nowhere he just went after him out of nowhere it didn't make any sense but um, I still trust that Ben Shapiro could decimate Kyle Kalinske or Sam Cedar. he fucked up uh, Cenk Yerger and their debate rather easy. And what's funny is you have leftists that walked away from that debate going, you know what, Cenk, Cenk Yerger won. And it's like, how in the holy hell could you ever imagine that? Now I'll also make this argument. Milo Yiannopoulos could fuck up all those guys too. Milo Yiannopoulos, I think I might even put up above uh, Ben Shapiro. Just because of their skills at debating. Um, you know what? I'd even say at a pretty strong three, I'd put Alex Jones, like Alex Jones goes on, on his rants. He's talking for four hours a day. I get bored after an hour, unless I'm drinking and having fun with somebody, but not bored, but I, I I shouldn't have said bored. I get, um, exhausted almost. It's, it's like I have a limit and then all of a sudden it cuts off as I'm sure you've heard in this, and I start forgetting things, especially if I'm driving or something, but I'm at I'm at home today in my office. But uh, Alex Jones, surprisingly, is a really good debater. I just wish that he'd do it more. I wish that he'd stick to certain things, but he's trying to put out some fires that I don't understand why he's trying to do it. I wish he'd come out, and, and he's failing in a couple of areas. And this isn't me shitting on him. This is no infighting. It's just picking out things that I wish. This is the our contradictions show, basically. Alex has and this is the thing about Alex. I really like Alex and I support him. Um but when he comes to certain things like I don't know if he forgets or if he's if he's trying to change the narrative in a certain way. And it's not about anything massive. It's not about something that like that he's sneakily trying to do as people from no more news have made them out to be um, I've been listening to no more news man they are fucking they're they're borderline just from what I've seen and I'm not trying to shit on them I'll I'd fucking debate the guy in a second or talk with them or have to do a show with them whatever you want to call it but um they seem like there's there is a a a group of people I don't know if I want to say a group but there's a a certain amount of people, who seem too ambitious to go after, to to blame somebody for their ills from the, on the right, and they tend to go Jewish, and I just don't understand it. Maybe it's the overrepresentation of Jews in certain areas like uh, the entertainment industry and things of that nature. But these these Jews, you got to understand, the Jews that go in and do that, for the most part, I'm not saying none of them. But the overwhelming majority of them are not godly fearing Jews. They are Jews by blood. Um, This is something that me and Owen Benjamin would disagree on. He doesn't believe that Jews can be Jews by blood, that it's only by faith. Um, If that's the case, then then you only have Orientals, Middle Easterners, blacks, and whites. Is there anybody else in there that I'm missing? Then that's basically all you have. You don't have Irish, you don't have French, you don't have any of that. If the Jews can't be Jews by blood, then nobody can be anything except for black, white. Oh, Hispanic, I guess? But the, the, see, the Hispanic people are, are a little bit of like a mixture of European and, and Oriental, I would argue. Oh, Native Americans. That's uh, and, and, You know what? Let me take that back. I'm wrong. Native Americans which also are kind of Oriental, right? Because they came over by this Siberian passage. No, not Siberian. Whatever that passage is between Russia and the United States. So you have, yeah, yeah, fuck it. You know what? Let's go all the way back. You have the Europeans. I'm sorry. You have whites, blacks, Orientals, Middle Easterners. Yeah. I'll stick with that. I'll be okay with that. Yeah. We'll go with that one for now. I'm sure you probably disagree with me, but we're just having a little bit of fun right now. So, yeah, there are absolutely... I I believe that they're, that you are... If, if somebody's Jewish, they're Jewish by blood. or And they, they also have the possibility of being Jewish by faith. But the overwhelming people in the entertainment industry are not Jewish by blood. I'm sorry, not Jewish by faith. They're Jewish by blood. They're not practicing Jews, which is why you got a lot of the atheistic argumentations and things like that that are that you'll find by, uh, like, Harvey Weinstein and things that. You cannot believe that Harvey Weinstein is a God-fearing man. Please don't tell me that you do. That fucker. Ugh. Um, Where it going with that? See? See what I mean? I'm starting to fucking kind of die down. Oh, so there's some things that Alex Jones has, uh, fires that he's putting out now, and I don't understand the necessity of doing so. I don't see why. Why he feels the need to have to put them out. He needs to come out and go. You know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Sandy Hook was fake. Or, you know what? I don't I don't think it's fake and then drop it. He doesn't have to keep bringing it up, but he has so many people that are giving him shit. Why do you care, man? You he built this thing up from the bottom. Um, he broke into Bohemian Grove. He's he's earned his stripes long, long time ago. He doesn't need to start. It, this is it's a it's a sad thing to see him feel like he's got to defend himself. Um, for things that he that aren't that big of a deal. I mean, come on, really, what does it, I mean, it's, it's one thing that I think everybody should wish, should hope that Sandy Hook was fake. Um, But if it turns out to be fake, okay, well, that's the government fucking with us, which they have been doing for years and years and years and years and years, decades, right? Um, but if it's true, okay, well, then what does that hurt? One Alex Jones never sent anyone to go fuck with the family members. Never, not once, did I ever hear him, and I've been listening to him since before Sandy Hook, a long time ago. Um, no, I think it was right around Sandy Hook. Let me take that back. I've been listening to him right around Sandy Hook, and I have never, and that's when I was, re- I was listening to him every day, four hours a day. And I had never heard him say not one single time that somebody needs to go and fuck with these families, not once. Um, so he should absolutely he should win this court case. And if he doesn't, there's something going on, which is a little bit more evidence of why uh, he's not he's not controlled opposition. Because you would imagine that they would have kept him safe, and they didn't. He is he is uh, public enemy number one. Um. Man, I really kind of strayed away from, from uh, some shit, didn't I? Had a couple ideas come in there, no big deal. But he's got his fires that he's putting out. It's just, watching all of these guys, I guess I'm, I'm going to go into the infighting again a little bit. Watching all these guys go after each other, go after their throats, it's just, ah, God, it just sucks, man. It's, um... It seems like it seems like everybody's kind of losing a little bit of control. Owen Benjamin, uh, Alex Jones, Gavin McGinnis seems to have gotten it back, but I don't know, man. I mean, I want him to trust me. I want all these guys to do well and, and find success. Milo, you can't find him anywhere. He's he kind of had a little blip there for a second, and then he's fallen back down. Um, supposedly, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't talk to the guy, but um. Ben Shapiro is still going on as Ben Shapiro does. He's, he's found. It seems like he's kind of plateaued, though. So I think the only other thing that he can do, I mean, he's going to carry on his show, kind of like Rush Limbaugh has carried on. But the next, the only I, thing that I can see him doing is running for president or running for a public office and maybe eventually running for president. Um, who else? Stefan Moylano. Um, him, Lauren Southern. They're gonna stay where they're at. Uh, they seem all right, but they're they're also not attacking anybody. Beauty and the Beta. They're they're building up. Uh, they're not attacking anybody. They're not they're not infighting. Who else? Faith Goldie. She actually ran for mayor up there in uh, in Toronto. Good lord. And she got married. I mean, I know I'm married, <laughs> but there's a little part of me that that was kind of like, oh, oh man, she's unavailable. <laughs> I know that's horrible to say no i would I would not cheat on my wife with her, but uh there's always thoughts there's always uh fantasies uh i that's not made me sound like a piece of shit. I'm okay with it. What do you think I stopped being attracted to women after I got married all of a sudden I turned gay to girls no, I don't think so um I don't know i yeah so I guess the, I guess the focus is a little bit more on I know there's a couple of them. But Ben Shapiro did fuck around with Alex Jones. I don't think that helped him. You know what? I I need to take that back a little bit. He is getting some heat on the back end from a couple of different people. Owen Benjamin is one of them. Owen Benjamin, and he just put this video out that uh, about, I guess, a lot of people were saying that he's seeming to have have a meltdown. No, but when you keep going after people the way that you are and you've had to come back and apologize, I think he just kind of goes after people a little too hard. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's that's just his style of doing it. Um, some people are going to get really turned off. I, it's not my favorite thing, I can say that, but I think he just goes after guys too hard, and, and it's his thing, and and maybe he'll change it after a while. Maybe he won't, I don't know. But um, it doesn't help him, and it doesn't help anybody else. Uh, if you think that, and the thing is, he's got crossover fans, and he got fans from Alex, and I know that he thinks that he doesn't need this, that, and the other. Um, I don't know, man. You need people to come and, and pay for your shit to be a comedian, right? So you need people to to like you. And you got to platform. I mean, it's just, it doesn't seemingly help him to do, him or anybody else, to do it. So uh, I'd like to see a, a reconciliation and maybe, a, maybe for all of these guys, Ben Shapiro included, um, to start... Doing this shit behind the scenes. Same with and, and same with Stephen Crowder. I got problems with Stephen Crowder and what he does, man. God damn it! I can't stand every time that he talks about Alex Jones. He's got to come out and go. Uh, I, we don't agree on everything. It's like nobody agrees on everything, dude. Like I get what you're doing. You don't want people to think that you're a conspiracy theorist. I still like him. It's not like I think he's a shithead or anything. Uh, but oh, and this is this this was kind of another point that I wanted I wanted to make about all that is that. All of these guys. This is just a mismatch, a mishmash of shit. I went from my contradiction into in fighting again, but it's because it bothers me. It fucking pisses me off to see these guys that could have such a serious effect. They could they could garner so much power back to the people and back to the Constitution, back uh, against the left and those powers that be that are trying to tear this country apart these guys could make a fucking effect if only somebody would tell them. Um, but they're all on the same side on on all the major important issues. For the most part. Abortion. All of these guys that i mentioned are anti-abortion. All of them. Uh, socialism. All of these guys are anti-socialism. Second Amendment. All of these guys are, are pro-Second Amendment. Free speech. Constitution. Bill of Rights. All of these guys are for that. See what I mean? And these are the biggies. The fucking biggies. Free market capitalism. All of these guys are for, for free market capitalism. The only guy I can think of that isn't 100% free market capitalism is Tucker. And he makes a pretty good argument for it. I'm against it, but I also see what he's saying. Like He puts it in, in words that are, are, are hard to not agree with in which he argues that it's not something to worship, that you shouldn't Yeah, I agree with that, and I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But you have to let the free market do what the free market does. You have to do it. Even if it results in people being out of work. You have to do it. Or else, um, it's not the free market, much like it is now. It's going to be hindered. And when the free market isn't hindered, um, good shit happens. Now, it's also in it it's, it does come with its own parameters and what i mean by that is well you can't have a free market of slavery right that's bad so yeah there's going to be certain per- parameters that you're going to have to set to it but overall tucker is a, is a is a pretty pure capitalist free market guy so um but even he's on 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 the good side you know what i mean so these guys all um joe rogan actually said it to ben shapiro and not that I, I care very much for Joe Rogan, but he said it to Ben Shapiro that, you know, you just need to talk to Alex and and uh, Alex would forgive you. Because Ben was like, oh, I don't know, He'd, I've said some stuff. And it's like, so you're acknowledging that you've shit on a guy for no good goddamn reason. Why? Was it to make yourself feel better? Like, are you going to do what the left does and feel okay about that? But anyway... Um, Joe Rogan turned around to say, no, he'd, he'd forgive you and he'd tell you that you guys are basically on the same side and, and you guys he'd take you out for steak and all that. This is the thing that happens to Alex. Everybody who talks about Alex, um, when, they, when, they, when they first meet him, before something like what's happened with, with uh, Owen Benjamin, everybody says the same exact thing. And Joe Rogan has been saying this for a very long time. Alex Jones is exactly the same off-air as he is on. That means he's genuine. He is a genuine dude. And do I pay him a lot of respect? Absolutely, fucking Without a shadow of a doubt. The reason being is because he was one of the first people to woke me, wake me up. Bill Cooper was the first. Aaron Russo. And inadvertently, Alex Jones was the second. Or at least along with kind of the first. And a, and a few other people. And in fact, Alex Jones was behind the scenes on most of the other people that helped wake me up. And it, And I actually found out about Alex Jones years later, that it was him that was behind the interview with Aaron Russo, that that helped me to realize that we are not a democracy and you don't want a democracy. You would never, ever, ever want a pure democracy. Certain aspects, sure, but you do not want a pure democracy. That's where tyranny and, and dictatorships and things like that come along. Um. Where was it going? But Alex Jones was a part of that. He was a part of waking me up. And again, if he's controlled opposition, he is way too good. And everybody says it. Owen Benjamin, before he had his, I mean, it, it was this little thing that happened. It was a personal beef, a little personal vendetta that happened. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, because he's heated up and he's angry, he started going after Alex Jones about the same shit that everybody else goes because he knows it hurts him. Because he's talked to him, um, and Owen was even admitting this like yeah you know there'd be a, there was a time where uh, Alex would call me up. It was dinner time and I would sit there and, and talk to him and listen to him rant about all sorts of shit because they are men, these are normal dudes that that uh, get affected by outside stimulus much like everyone else. So anyway, um, Alex but he was even saying it about Alex. That Alex is exactly the same off air as he is on. He's a very genuine and nice guy. And then you have people, other people that are are barking up Owen's tree and uh trying to affect him to say no, no, no. And I've I've seen this everywhere. Again, in the conspiracy research realm, there is they are not immune to ego. And there is a lot of people. Just check it for your own self. Talk start talking with somebody about any conspiracy theory and one that maybe you know the most about, an absolute conspiracy that you know is not a theory, is an absolute conspiracy. And what what information you know, put it out in the ether, see what happens. You will have probably at least one or two people that'll come back, if not a whole legion that'll come back and they'll shit all over you because you don't know what they know. I have experienced this, I can't tell you how many times. It's it's something that I, I... it's snobbery and you see this everywhere you see it, it not only in the conspiracy research realm but you'll see it in in the music industry with people that are just listeners of music they get all snobby mute, uh, i consider myself a movie buff but as i say that obviously i haven't seen all movies i'll have somebody fucking come up if i've ever if i ever said it outside of outside of whatever you always have people that front up and try to oh well, you know this or what about have you seen this i mean it's so fucking stupid it's like are we on the same side or are we not why do we need to do that? I've just never understood the necessity of, of, of ego, or at least an ego of that, of that grandiose level, you know, and, uh, and you see it all the time with these guys and it's just, it's fucking sad, man. I shouldn't say you. Sh- it's not, it's not all the people, but you do see it very often. And, um, I think that's what, that's what caused Owen to go off on Alex. Um, because now, it, and he feels... It's like scorched earth with Owen. Like, when somebody fucking goes after him, it's scorched earth. And uh, I understand what he's doing. I understand what he's going through. It sucks, man. He thought you had somebody that defended you um, and and was your buddy, and then it turns out uh, not exactly what you thought it was. So, it sucks. It, it fucking hurts your feelings, and you feel like... Uh, you trusted somebody and they let you down and, and, uh, and you go after him and, and he goes after him full bore. And it's like, dude, there's shit that can be said that can't ever be taken back. You know, it's like, golly man. So I hope he just didn't burn the bridge completely so that, and I, and I don't think he did. I think Alex is somebody that can take a lot of Abuse and punishment, and uh, from from a friend, and then they can make up later. At least I hope that it is, because if only these guys would understand that they're all on the same side. They're all on the same side of the major issues. They're all on the on the shit that matters the most. I mean, even when it comes and listen, I'm I believe it, that there are a lot of conspiracies. Uh, the The majority of the conspiracies that are out there are absolutely true, and it's important. It's important to understand that, but there are things that are a little more important. And it's your faith in, in God, in something like the Constitution, in your country, that's, that's important. Um, where this other stuff kind of comes in second. So you have to prioritize your, your, your way of thinking, your way of, of understanding these things in order to, to take it all on, if that makes sense yeah I definitely feel like I'm running out of steam now. See what I mean then you got alex because i'm start I'll start talking nonsense. Alex can go on for four hours and still basically stay on point with a couple of maybe absurd hyperbolic things that are said after um and in in his case he's got uh, he's got the divorce thing that came out where his lawyer argued if you believe that his lawyer if, if you believe, let me see, how can I say this? This is what I would do. I think I'm a pretty upstanding person. I think most people in my, in my area, most people that know me would admit that not only am I upstanding, I'm, I'm honest to a fault. Even I would go into court and when it's as important as your children and the possibility of them being taken away, I will fucking lie. I will fucking sit there. It's not, I don't know if it's necessarily that I would lie. It's, you know what, if my lawyer's going to tell me this and it's going to work out this way, fucking have at it. So, when his lawyer, one, his lawyer wasn't saying that he played a character the entire time on the show. His lawyer said that um, that he was a, a character, he was playing a character for certain things. Um, if you think that that's what Alex Jones is doing. You are naive. Alex Jones was in court for custody of his kids. You're fucking A right he's going to sit there and let his lawyer run roughshod over whatever he has to in order to get not only his, his, the custody for his kids, or as much as he can get, but also to save as much money as he possibly can. That's called being a good lawyer. And that's what makes our our court system so fucked up and why the government needs to get out of family law altogether. Is because you're not dealing with and the reason why I said I'd lie, you're not dealing with normal shit. You're dealing with people's families. That is a whole nother level of court. And if you think everybody going into court is telling the truth, you're out of your goddamn mind. Um I remember when I had to do court or jury duty. When I first went in there and I watched everybody get up there, everybody was squirming to get out of it. Not one single person told the truth and everybody knew it. Every single fucking person in that room knew it. Everybody that got up there and got questioned by not only the lawyers, but also the, the judge lied flat out fucking lied and they weren't good at it. It was hard to watch. It was cringy. It was like Michael from the office. It was just sad to see that many people be able to, you're just not care and fucking get up there and lie. I mean it, it's almost like you wish they would have of, um, practiced lying before they got up there because it was so obvious. So that when I got up there, I just couldn't help it. and fucking told the truth. And turns out, they don't want somebody who wants, who's going to tell the truth. <laughs> or who at least is going to be smart enough to fucking pick out shit and, and be honest about things. But anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. And that's not be, being special. It's me being a normal fucking person. However, if my family's on the line... Oh my God, like it's it. The government needs to get out of family all together because that's that's the whole thing. Is you have people that not only do they have their finances, they have the thing that they identify the most with their family. That's on the line, especially in a divorce. And you have your kids, which are your lineage. Shit. So anyway, when it comes to Alex Jones, um, and that 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 was such a stupid thing to have happened to him because now it's, it's like tainted his reputation a little bit in the sense that people go, Oh, you're, you're a, uh, what is it? An entertainment actor or a crisis act? No, you're an actor. You, you admitted that you're an actor in court and it's like, you need to differentiate between that court, which you're taking, you're putting all your chips on that and what he's done his entire career when his wife was with him, you know? I watched that. I watched his wife. There's an interview that his wife did after. And uh, it was sickening. It was, you know what's happening here. She is vying. And mind you, he had custody of their kids for three full years. Full custody. Three full years before this. There is no state in the world that, I'm sorry, no state in the United States in the world, in the United States, that grants a parent full custody If the other parent is completely okay, there's not one that would grant full custody. And Alex Jones had full custody of his kids. And what I'm saying is, and for her to be okay, there's no problem with her whatsoever. So there was obviously a problem. He admitted that he was trying to help her out. Even in those three years, he was trying to get it so that she, so, and the amount of genuineness that you hear from other people when it comes to Alex Jones uh, to hear her then come out in this bullshit interview and, oh, he's just a monster. I mean, it's like it was like watching my ex-wife and how she talked about me and knowing that the shit that she was saying was absolutely false. She was doing it for attention. She was doing it for people to give her their sympathy. She was doing it to just get, to try and make out everything that she could. And if you could have seen when the referee... Because at one point you got to go through a referee, and I was in a room with my lawyer, she was in a room with her lawyer, and the referee came in with a shocked face going, "I have well sh- I don't know if she said I'd never, but she's, she said something to the effect that uh, my ex-wife when she, when my ex-wife found out she wasn't getting full custody, she was getting 50 50 um, and this is a pro mother state, mind you, where this doesn't happen very often. She said uh, my ex-wife folded her arms up and quit talking. That was it. Now it wasn't any more time for this, oh, this horrible man that I was married to and he's so bad and all this. So anyway, it, it happens all the time. And seeing, who was he? Uh, Alex Jones' wife act that way. It was just, it was it resembled to me what I had seen. My own, my own um, experience with somebody who is lying. Who is lying for a purpose? But anyway, um, and I get yeah for a certain amount you're gonna lie, you know, when it happens this way, you know that you're trying to save some form or some part of your family or whatever. I get that, but there's also overlying. Um, what's the other part? There's a couple other things that that Alex oh the the Sandy Hook thing. It's like every time he goes to court, it sucks. Because there's certain parts that he's trying to he's trying to save his career. He's trying to save the career. He owns, he built his own company. God, just listen to any company owner and listen to the shit that they have to worry about. It's not like our nine to fives. It's not like even now with the job that I have that you don't know what it is, and I'm not gonna tell you, but um I have a somewhat like boss and the shit that they have to worry about, I don't have to worry about that. They run the company, not me. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm my own boss, but then again, I'm not. And um, I mean, I'm fine with that relationship. However, they have to worry about way more than I do in a day. They got to hope that I'm getting them the service that I signed up for. And all I got to worry about is they're going to pay me for the shit that I do. That's it. You know what I mean? Where a, somebody who has a company, like Alex Jones, who built that fucker up to be one of the most respectful ones. I keep hearing, oh, this was this was something that Owen Benjamin said. And I'm like, come on, man. You know, just quit. Like, it's gotten to a level of, of just, and it's Alex Jones too. It's both of them. I really wish I didn't have to talk about this. It's, but this is how much it bothers me. Uh, Owen Benjamin saying about Alex Jones that nobody watches his show. It's like, dude, Alex Jones has well over 10 million fans. Well over that. Like, yeah, when when Alex took the hit, but he's fine, dude. He built up that fan base. And by the way, that's just people that subscribe to his shit that he knows how many fans he has there. Alex Jones had billions of views on YouTube. Billions. Billions. He built that shit up. He found the guys that he thought would, would would help get the truth out and inadvertently built an empire. And now you have mainstream media and um, the powers to be to, that are, that don't want him to be, that are attacking him and trying to neuter him, um, in which he, he lost out. And so now it's kind of gotten down to um, where he'll talk about his millions of fans that help support him, and he, people shit on him, and God damn it, I heard Owen Benjamin do the same. Shit on him for uh, selling the pills that he does. Why aren't you going after GNC? Why I, I, that fucking bothers the shit out of me? Why aren't you going after some vitamin store like Vitamin Shop? Why why is it that he can't sell something? Everybody sells something. Owen Benjamin sells um, the bear, the the unbearable's paraphernalia, like shirts and shit, which I'm fine with. I, good, it's free market, man. Sell whatever you can within the bounds of legality. Um, Owen uh, uh, Stephen Crowder and Benjamin or Ben Shapiro sell coffee mugs. Uh, one's a one's like a carrying one that you can carry out in your car, and the other one's just a mug, mug. Uh, they sell those. Good, fine. Sell more. Sell your shirts. The uh, socialisms for fags shirt that Stephen has. Good, sell it, man. Get like there's. I have no problem with that. But nobody shits on you for that. Like they shit on Alex Jones all the time for. Not only does he do that, he actually takes in and trust me, I'll be going towards him. Uh, I'll be sending him an edition of my book. It's always been a part of the plan. He helps authors. I bet most people don't know that. He helps other like book authors and shit uh, sell on his site. And um, uh, he sells paraphernalia, sure. Or, I say paraphernalia, I mean merch. Uh, hoodies and shirts and shit like that. Uh, bumper stickers, all that shit. Good, sell it away. I don't see why people are shitting on him for it. It seems like, it seems like a real shitty thing to shit on Alex Jones for being an, an entrepreneur in order to fund the shit that he likes doing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, even if I didn't like the guy, I wouldn't understand why, that's, why that is something that you would go after somebody for. doesn't make any sense. makes any sense. sounds like the dude from Letterkenny. Uh, what is it? Squirrely, Squirrely Joe? Squirrely Dan. Um, as I've, I keep trying to say that I'm almost done, <laughs> I've went on 20 more minutes. of it. I kind of doubt that I'm going to publish this it's been all over the map. But you know what? Maybe I will. Fuck it. I forget where I was. I had a phone call. That shit fucks me up. And I think I'm I'm refusing to do the airline thing. On airline mode so That nobody can bother me. Because uh, I'm lazy. Yeah. If I'm being honest, it's because I'm lazy. Sadly, you have to suffer. Of course, luckily, it's not that painful for you. And uh, we can get all... We can all get on with our day. Um, oh, here's an interesting little fun piece. I don't know how long this is going to be. I do I do have to leave here in a minute and do a little bit of work. But Isaiah Washington. If you saw him, you'd know who who he was. He's a black fellow. He's an actor. Thanks Trump for first stepped act support. Criticizes Barack Obama. Uh, this was brought up by Janine Pirro. This is the good thing that Twitter's for. The good thing that Twitter. The good thing about Twitter. See what I mean? That's so that's just I hope that adds a little bit of credibility to what I'm saying when I know something but I can't quite think what it is. I just had that little that little brain fuck up. Anyway, um President Trump added jobs for African Americans not Barack. President Trump fought for first stepped te- I'm sorry, first step act to give second chances to deserving inmates. Not, Bar- not Barack. Um, and Isaiah Washington is thanking Trump for that. Which is a good thing. I mean, that's a bold fucking move to make, dude. You're an actor in Hollywood. <laughs> Watch out. And that's sad. You know, that you can't, you can't um, support certain things. I mean, I guess I get it to an extent. To an extent. To a very strong extent of um, what... If I can empathize for a minute. If you allow me to empathize what the other side thinks of Trump. If you really believe that he is a bad guy and then all the things that he's doing is hurting people that you care about. But if you can't look at the things that he's doing and you can't understand why somebody would do these things. Then you're the problem, not the other side around. So the left is the problem because they're acting based off of feelings. Trump is coming in and saying, okay, we can't do these things based off of feelings. We have to do these things based off of facts. Now, he does give in in a couple areas, and that would be um, when, he's, when he talks about a singular group, whether it be the Jews or the blacks or gays or anybody like that. And what I'm saying about that is not to hurt those people by any means, but I don't like the collective. I've never liked the collective. It's just like when I talk about Black Lives Matter. If somebody were to ask me if I believe that Black Lives Matter, I, my initial response would be, which ones? Are you talking about the rapist? Are you talking about the child molester or the murderer? No, I don't believe that their life matters. I believe that their life should be taken. I believe that those people need to not be breathing anymore or rotting a very painful death in a, in a jail cell or in a prison cell somewhere. Just like if you were to ask me if all lives matter, I'd add, my initial response would be, which ones? The rapists, the child molesters, the murderers? No, those people deserve death. Um so I don't I don't like the collective. I don't because you engulf in it shitty people. Again, you cannot believe that all of one group is always good all the time. Every group um has bad people in it. Every single group. Now, the the a good question would be, do all bad groups have any good people in? them We're talking about the Luciferians, the Illuminati, the the Freemasons. Uh, arguably with the Freemasons, the first four, three to four degrees don't know what's going on, so arguably they could be considered good, which I have no problem with necessarily. However, uh, again, I'm going to put it on the individual. We are human beings. We're very complex creatures. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. Therefore, we can also find out shit at the same time. And once found out, that's where your character shows, if you're good or bad. I really probably have taken a... a, a a pretty strong right when I was on the the one path that I was on. Um and now that I'm talking about other stuff. Just because my day is kind of it's a Tuesday, the wife and, and daughter are gone the, the kids are gone. I'm I'm here all by myself for the for the day, so I'm kinda leisuring it. It's almost like a free for all Friday for me right now. And although I got some work done, got some good shit that happened, uh I'm just kinda relaxing, taking it back. You know what I mean? Um hmm Although I do need to leave here pretty soon before this. I got to ship some shit out before the, the day ends. Um, what, what was I carrying on about earlier? I was carrying on about all the guys and their contradictions and things of that nature. Oh, I was really defending Alex Jones a lot. And it wasn't, I'm not necessarily defending him against Owen Benjamin. I, I want to make that clear. I was uh, defending him against the shit that is said. And I know why Owen is attacking him in such a manner, it's because he felt attacked. Of course, that's why infighting sucks. These guys feel attacked. They feel like not only were they attacked, but uh, they weren't defended. And that's what you need out of a loyal friend. That's what loyalty is, is that you defend somebody when they're not there to defend themselves. And um, he felt like he wasn't defended, but also um, he felt attacked in the way that Alex went about talking about him on his show um, because Alex is defending the Jews. Uh, I've been spending some time watching Alex, uh, watching uh, No More News. Who I don't know where I stand with the guy. Um, I'd imagine he's probably on the same side as I am with a lot of stuff. So I don't want to. I don't want to overly attack on him. Um, and if I did, and I made any wrong or any errors in the things that I was saying, I, I uh, I'll apologize now for it, and hopefully later if I find out that I, I said anything wrong. However, um, there's a, a bit of a difference. And I again, I don't like the collective. Are there bad Jews? Absolutely. There's, there's, there's bad people in every... And I, I know that by my own life experience. And not only my own life experience, other people's life experiences. Um, and reading and talking to people and things of that nature. So there are... Uh, Harvey Weinstein is a Jew. There's plenty of evidence right there that there you have a bad Jew. So yes, they're not immune either. When it comes to Israel... Where do I stand with United States relations on Israel? I believe I've touched on this before. And I'll say it like this. I am a God-fearing man. I am a Christian. I am a devout Catholic. For the most part, I fuck up plenty. Trust me, I need to go to confession right now. In fact, I've got it marked on my thing. There's some shit that I've done within the past couple of weeks where I need to go to confession. I didn't go to Mass. If you don't go to Mass, you need to go to confession. Anyway. Um, fuck, where was I going with it? Oh, when it comes to Israel. I believe that the Jews are God's chosen people even after and and there's a there's kind of a two-edged sword with that after Christ for the most part the Jews are still God's chosen people however are they are they uh how can I say this are they as important as Christ no Christ is the most important um, and Christianity is the is the fulfillment of Judaism, which is why and and this is something that me and Owen would, would disagree on. The term is Judeo-Christian. Uh-oh, hold on. Oh, I gotta fucking fill that. God, man, technology, dude. Anyway, um, Christ is the fulfillment of Judaism, hence Judeo-Christianity. Yes, it's one title. I understand a lot of people, such as myself, don't like certain titles. I don't like being titled as a conservative or a Republican because I don't believe that I'm either. However, I lean heavily towards conservatives and I only like so many Republicans and I certainly think that they're far less bad than Democrats. However, there are some Republicans that are, are just as bad, if not worse. So, as I say all of that, um, do I believe that exi- Israel needs to exist or should should be able to exist? Yes. Do I believe that if the United States were to pull out of Israel, it would no longer exist? Absolutely. I believe with my heart of hearts, that if the United States were to stop protecting Israel, Israel would be swarmed by every single country. So the argument, because I've heard this argument before, that uh, from Jenk, from the Young Turks, and from other people, um, that especially from the left, that they bash on Christians because somehow, because they haven't read anything, but somehow that they believe that we want Israel to exist so that This is an anti-Semitic belief, by the way. I don't know how they came up with this retarded argument. But that we want Israel to exist so that Jesus can come back and condemn the Jews for not believing in Jesus. That's not how the prophecy happens, you jackasses. The prophecy goes like this. Once Israel is attacked, then the second coming, well, then it will be a prophecy fulfilled in the... Scheme of things in order to lead to the to the second coming of christ it 's when Israel is attacked you fucking jackasses it 's not their mere existence we don 't support Israel in order for them to be condemned you ja- that was never even a part of it yes there 's this uncomfortable thought that we don 't really discuss with Jews where we believe that if you don 't go to if you don't believe in Jesus christ yes you 're going to hell but also, they're God's chosen people, so what do you do with that? That's kind of uncomfortable, right? You're God's chosen people, but if you don't believe in Jesus, then you're not, going to, you're not going upstairs. You know what I mean? That's a little uncomfortable to talk with Jews about. But they know it. They know what we believe. We've only been around for 2,000 years. Um, shit, where was I going with that? So, the left is stupid, and then they come up with dumb theories like that. That is not it. I believe that if... And so one could almost argue, okay, well then, if you want Jesus to come back, then we should get out of Israel. No, because they're still God's chosen people. And I believe, through my faith, that we should defend them. That's that's it. Secularly, should we defend Israel? There's no reason that we should. Other than the fact of knowing that a country... That we need to fulfill our promises, basically. And our promises is that we have... We have been a part of bringing Israel back into an ex- in existence back in the '60s, um, and we need to keep our promises. Just like with um, social security, excuse me, up into a certain age, we should keep our promises. Or even if they want to stop it now for for anybody that's about to turn 18, no more social security, and they're not going to be taxed. You see what I mean? Like, okay, we can. We need to still keep our promises to those that we have promised something to. We need to stop ha- allowing the government to screw people over. So everybody, up in, uh, unless you're 17 and you're about to start war, so anybody that isn't able to work right now, you, don't, you won't get Social Security. But we need to keep it for everybody that has been taxed for it, if that makes sense. Um, because we need to keep our promises and we need to renew our good name that makes any sense so long story short should Israel exist I believe that they should I believe it in two ways one as a, a faithful Christian because they're God's chosen people and I would like to see or er, uh, Israel exist on a, on a secular level we we need to keep our promises now does that mean I'm a Zionist I guess it does I guess that's the definition of a Zionism is that Israel should exist, and the Jews should be able to go to live in Israel, or to exist in, in Israel. Now, there's two types of Zionism. There's Zionism where it's the, the nice way of saying it just now of Israel should exist and the Jews should be able to live in, in Israel. And then there's the evil, bad Illuminati, Freemasonry, um, Rothschild, Rockefeller's Zionism that I am vehemently against. And that I fight against. And that I talk on this about. And that's a big part of my book. And it's a big part of, of when I'm talking about the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the 13 families of the Illuminati as well as all of the major conspiracy theories. Oh, and then um, and so Alex Jones gets hit, hit with that all the time. And Owen Benjamin jumped on that too. Oh, and that's what the, the No More News channel on YouTube... Is shitting on them all the time for is because they don't call out Israel. But look at what I just did. Like I get that there's some people that are <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> is it APAC? APAC? I don't know about APAC. Maybe I need to learn about it a little more. But um but that guy seemingly to me in my opinion seemingly not infighting, fighting seemingly has has a problem with the Jews. And he, and he, he comes about it from that angle. Where like Jews are bad. Now I might be interpreting it incorrectly. But that's how I see it. I don't, under, I don't believe that the Jews have, unless we're talking about the Kabbalah and maybe the Talmud. I've heard, I've heard some bad things about those. I still have to read them. I have not yet read them. Um, but I also know that not all practicing Jews read the Kabbalah or practice the teachings of the Kabbalah nor the Talmud. Rather the Torah. And the Torah is the Old Testament. It's what we read as, as, uh, it's what I'm rereading right now as Christians. Um, shit, where was I going with that? Oh, is that I don't understand what, why people hate Jews. Jews have done, I mean, if you think that white people haven't also, and, and, uh, what did, I just fucked up when I said that, didn't I? By the way, Jews are white. And, uh, I guess I was projecting out what I envisioned other people see Jews versus white people as. Jews are white people. Um I mean they're mostly Middle Eastern especially the ones from the Middle East but it also goes to show you what UV ray uh um UV rays can do. Man I'm I'm missing I'm missing words here that I want to say and I can't think of them. It goes to show you what happens when people are taken out of a, a geographical location where they would receive more UV ray exposure, that's what I meant to say. And they're placed in areas over a long, a long span of time in which they don't have as much UV ray exposure. And so when you look at the uh, the majority of Jews in the Middle East, they're far more Middle Eastern looking than the Jews here in the States, which are far more white looking. Arguably, it could also be said, all right, well, what about black people who were taken from Africa during the slave trades over the United States have far less than they had in Africa. Shouldn't they be whiter? Yeah, I guess I guess that's a good argument against that. However, when you look at Adam Sandler, do you really think oh he's Jewish and not white? No, fuck that. That dude is white. He's about as white as any one of my relatives. And I'm white as fuck. I am pastier than paste. So uh no, Adam Sandler's white. The arguably the vast majority of Jews here in the States who are are white are white. Flat out. We need to quit with that stupid bullshit. But anyway, my argument is basically saying, do you think, okay, so Jews are, have a couple different stereotypes about themselves or about them, and that is that they're sneaky and that they're money, they're money grubbers. Uh, have you ever met a Scottish person? I don't know if they're so much sneaky as much as they are, they're very cheap. At least that's the argument said by most people about Scots, is that we're very cheap. This is I wanted to get into stereotypes. I wanted that to be one of my episodes if i haven't already done it where um and it's actually a joke that i 've been kind of working on where black people have the best stereotypes, and um, as a for a man, I think I have touched on this, and i didn't write the joke yet, but anyway, as a man and i'm, I'm not i 'm going to butcher my joke by the way i 'm not really even going to tell it, but anyway um as a man to be a black person and have stereotypes, what are what are the bad ones? The bad the bad ones are that you're lazy. Okay, um, I can deal with that. There's plenty of lazy white people, but anyway, uh, that you're lazy, that you like chicken, watermelon, and grape soda. I love all three of those things, so I must be black. Um, Was any other? Th- those are supposed to be negatives. That you're stupid. Black people are, have a stereotype that they're they don't have as high IQ. All right, that's that's not fun. Um, and by, mind you, when it comes to stereotypes, the exact opposite of the blacks are the Asians, and I'll get to that here in a second. Uh, what's the other? What's the other bad ones? That they're they're addicted to crack, dude. Trust me, there's plenty of white people who have been addicted to crack, crack and let their whole lives be torped. In fact, the vast majority of people on intervention are white. so uh, but that also goes by the numbers Uh, the numbers are always going to overrule everything else man i need to get going here in a second but the major uh stereotypes for blacks especially black dudes is that they have big dicks holy shit that trumps every other bad negative stereotype that you have about yourselves Where, arguably, um, the stereotype about orientals is that they have small penises, they're super smart, and they work really hard. See what I mean? For Jews, I mean, that's not that, you're cheap. Okay, so you're good with money, and money is pretty important to you. Uh, Name me one person that that isn't. Name me one person that isn't, okay, maybe not, uh, there's plenty of sneaky people everywhere. Uh, In fact, my vast majority of going-ons with other people have been with other white people, just by the numbers. And I've run across uh, many sneaky assholes with that, too. In fact, in in, uh, a lot of the different areas of work that I've been a part of, there's a lot of sneaky cunts that are white people. Okay. Black people, too. I've met some sneaky black people. I've met some sneaky Mexicans. I've met... I don't think I've met any sneaky Orientals, or at least that... that, You know what? Arguably, yeah, because they speak a different language. Oh, Middle Easterns, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. When people think that they can get one by on you, and this is in general, when people think they can get one in on you, they tend to take it. Not all people. I'm not saying that people are majority bad. Um, But it just goes to show you that not stereotypes aren't for everybody. And for Jews, the idea that they're all money grubbers and sneaky, uh, I disagree with. Uh, I don't really like stereotypes in the first place. I think they're fun to fuck with, you know, like to, to riff with somebody about. But uh, overall, oh, and that they have big noses. Ah, uh, what? Have you ever met a white person with a big nose? Hello, you're listening to one right now. I got fucking massive facial features. Not just that, I've also got damn near encephalomegaly, which means it, it's, it's the medical term for big head. I have got an abnormally large head. It looks normal on my body, but I'm not an abnormally large person, which is weird. Um, but I've got a big fucking dome. When I take pictures next to people in a, in, a, in a picture, in a camera, what? When we get the results back, holy fuck. It's like, God damn, dude, did you blow my head up? Thanks. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I got a big nose too. And I'm relatively cheap, sort of. However, um, I do have a weakness for fast food. Which is why it's been so hard in this, this, uh, what's it called? This Lent. God, giving up fast food, giving up weed in between Sunday and Thursday night. God, that was, I just, I really screwed the pooch on that one, guys. Fuck myself. Oh, yeah, I gotta go. All right. Well, there's enough of my rambling. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be liberal.